Welcome to the MetaZen Cabinet, where we get experimental about exploring your potential so you can discover your own values, the manner in which you're here to serve, and align yourself with the only certifiable rescue team you can rely on, yourself. Episode 28, Breaking Down Your Goals. What's up, Moonbeams? Welcome to the MetaZen Cabinet, where we get experimental about exploring your potential. Welcome to episode 28, Break It Down. In this episode, we will be talking about breaking down your goals, because I don't know about you, but I have a lot of times, or I've had a lot of times, where I can set major, massive goals, and once I set them, it's hard to start taking action, and you know, get into the business of bringing them to reality because they seem so big and bulky that it intimidates me and I can get, I can chew up a lot of time planning and, you know, all the input, but I never really get started and I kind of psych myself out and, you know, that whole thing. So in this episode, we will be kicking a little bit of knowledge about Breaking that up and interrupting that, disrupting that habit that can, you know, just take advantage of so many of us. So if that's something that you're interested in, you would definitely want to stay tuned. If you are new to the podcast, what's up? How you doing? Happy Christmas Eve. And I guess soon to be Merry Christmas because, you know, after this day, it will be Christmas. So Merry Christmas. Happy Holidays. And if you are coming back to join us for another episode, What's up, cuz? <laughs> I hope you've been doing good. I hope you've been making a lot of money. I hope that you've been healing. I hope that you've been embracing your reality, seeing people for who you are, seeing yourself for who you are, and living the best life that you can possibly live because, let's face it, you deserve that shit. So, that's that. Now, in this episode, we will be discussing a few different things. In the first segment, we will talk about the overall breakdown of goals and just how and why we get distracted when it comes to setting goals and, you know, what happens between setting goals and taking action. In the second segment, we will be talking about the importance of following through and how it's important to create a system for ourselves that's systematic and personal to us when it comes to achieving our own goals. And in the third segment, we will be talking about, you know, setting yourself up by planning your day and just being proactive when it comes to planning your time and mapping out your time, time management those kind of things. So you definitely don't want to miss that. I want to take the time really quickly to thank y'all like always for supporting this podcast. It's been experiencing so much growth and it's only because of you. And y'all will keep in showing out and I want y'all to know that it's not overlooked. Now, without further ado, let's jump into the episode in five, four, three, two, and one. Let's go. Cesar Pavi said, We do not remember days, we remember moments. 
In my experience, we do tend to lean on moments. I feel like it's so easy for us to label our days as positive or negative. But as you learn more of who you are, you'll learn that all of your days, all the time that you have thrown her, it's fundamentally neutral and that it's not designed to be positive or negative, but it's your perception of those times, of those experiences that dictates what you get out of it. And that brings me to being more intentional with the moments that you create. And branching off the last episode when it comes to setting goals, I feel like it's so easy for so many of us to get distracted when it comes to delivering on the things that we say we want because we can set goals. And most times I feel like most of us overachieve or overdream. And I don't think there's no such thing as overdreaming, but you have to pace yourself at a place that works for you. And to me, that includes breaking your goals down into something that feels more familiar, that feels more native, that doesn't feel out of your wheelhouse or, you know, far beyond your levels of expertise or abilities and ideas. I love approaching the end of a, of a year and asking people what their favorite, you know, what made this year greater. Did you have a big year or bad year? And when you get to talking to them, they get to speaking to specific moments. They can't call out, you know, day. They can't tell you about an entire day or entire 24 hours. They can tell you about moments sparingly throughout the year that they enjoyed, that taught them a lot, that probably felt a little harsh or negative, but more or less they speak to moments. And I feel like we can get to the business of creating those moments that we want and becoming those people that we want to be when we learn how to break our goals down. It doesn't matter what you're trying to do, you know, whether you're trying to lose weight, whether you're trying to move to a new state, go back to school, finish your degree, get a promotion, start your own business, you know, whatever, creating your own product, becoming an entrepreneur, it doesn't matter. And I feel like when you start to break those things down, it feels a lot less intimidating. I feel like so many of us are going to be perfectionists. We're conditioned to be perfectionists, conditioned to be people that are afraid to make mistakes. We build our confidence on the grounds of going through life, making making as little mistakes as possible and I feel like that's unsustainable and we come into those treacherous waters where we have to make mistakes so we we may make the ultimate mistake or make the ultimate decision that takes us down a road we don't want to go on we lose our power because our power is grounded in our ability to move through life making little to no mistakes at all and not only is that unsustainable it's not the most intelligent approach to living this experience because it's your pain it's your mistakes that speak to you that encourage you to retreat inside and question things and you know with that questioning come becomes the part where you get to know who you really are you get to learn who you are when you can't have your way you get to learn who you really are when things go left, when you don't have money, when you can't depend on anyone, when there's no one to call. Something that I love to do is to set maybe about four to five goals tops per year. You know, I usually set a goal per quarter. And, you know, 
every goal has to the end of the year to be accomplished, but I set or start a new goal at the, you know, at the beginning of each new quarter every three months. And I feel like that gives me enough time to work on each goal individually. And it just gives me enough time to get the flow and get the lay of the land with how things work. Now, in addition to setting a goal per quarter, I also tend to break those goals down, each goal down into three critical steps. One of the three most important things that I need to do to make those goals come to fruition. And once I get to the bottom of those, then I get to work. If you want, you can uh, break that key goal into three things and break those three things into three more things just to make it feel even more comfortable and not as complicated or challenging. Depending on who you are, you may live for the challenge. I personally live for the challenge. Now, I do break my goals down into three smaller goals or three smaller actions that, you know, I need to take to achieve them, you know, to each their own. But I find that when you're able to remove that fear, when you're able to remove the procrastination, you can see that you're someone that's very active and someone that can, quite frankly, avoid distraction. You know, we live in a world that's just festering with distraction, whether it's people, whether it's social media, whether it's bad jobs or whether it's unsupportive friends or unsupportive families distractions are everywhere everyone wants to be distracted because you know people struggle with telling the truth people struggle with admitting that they're not happy because the moment that they admit that they're not happy the awareness is up to speed you're now being in alignment with how you really feel and you have to do something about the problem you know i was actually talking to my partner the other day and we were having a conversation about maybe some years ago, maybe about four or five years back. I was talking about the moment I discovered that I didn't want to work for anyone else and how that thing just really smashed me over the head like a bag of bricks and how in my expression and confession of that truth to him, it unpacked the same belief, it unpacked the same thing. And he talked about how he was very angry and annoyed and distracted with me because, you know, up until that point, he felt like he was able to kind of deceive himself into just shouldering past and through that truth and just doing the work. I mean, he still can do that, but he said that it was just a lot more pressure and a lot more complicated to go to work with that truth being said out loud. It's so easy for us to be caught up in distraction when our life isn't going the way that we want it to go. There were so many years that I was getting caught up in being in a relationship with people that just wanted to be distracted, people that just wanted to be deceived, people that wanted to believe in nothing, people that wanted to set, that, that didn't have any goals, that didn't have any real expectations of life, people that were more comfortable talking about how unfair life was and how life is designed to be hard and just be some grueling stairmaster and to each his own again. But when it comes to me and my goals and what it is I have to do, I don't know if in the last life that I got it wrong and I just became nothing or whatever, but this go around, I'm very intense on becoming someone in this experience and being someone of worth and value and being someone that contributes excellence, world-class excellence. So I had to remove everybody and give myself that space to forgive them, forgive myself, 
and really just create a vacuum to withdraw or, you know, take away all the things that I don't need in my life right now so I can make room for all the things that I do need. And I feel like when you start setting great goals, great, healthy, solid goals that shape your character and mold your personality and help you become who you want to become, you get to create a vacuum for garbage in your life. And when you start vacuuming that garbage, you leave those empty spaces for God to come in, rush in, and fill those empty spaces with things you've always wanted. Charles Bukowski said, knowledge without follow-through is worse than no knowledge. And it takes powerful awareness to be aware of when you're not getting the results that you want. You know, so many of us can be aware that life isn't going the way we want, but it never crosses our mind that we may be the issue, that we're the one that needs to change. We're the one that needs to adopt new beliefs, that we're the one that's getting in our own way. And again, I say this every episode because it's what I strongly, strongly believe. When you get when you get in a place where you're able to make you the root of every situation or every problem that you have in your life, you can change your life instantaneously because you know all it takes is the change of a decision, the change of a belief, the change of behavior, the change of an intention or desire, and your life can change. But if you get held up in, yeah, life is just unfair. They won't call me back for that job. You know, it just costs too much to start a business. And I'm trying to wait until I save all the money I need before I start the business. I'm trying to wait until I have everything, have everything together before I start my YouTube channel. You're the one making excuses. You're the one that's creating the impositions, that's creating the blockades. And you're creating the fear. You're creating the perfect procrastination. And when you get when you get better at identifying the distractions and the roadblocks that are keeping you from following through and taking action, you can kick ass. But a large part of making your goals come true is breaking them down so they don't seem or feel like massive things that will force you to procrastinate and take your time and waste another year and then waste another year and then waste another year. You know, it's easy to feel like, okay, I got this month or it's two months left in the year, it's five months left in the year, it's eight months left in the year, we just started a new year, I got a lot of time and you never know how life is or what will happen. So break those goals down and make them feel native to you. Make them feel like you're already there. Break them down to their most simple form so you can already start to envision yourself and visualize yourself in those positions with those goals accomplished in that career, with that business, on that stage, with that record label, with that podcast, radio station, whatever it is that you want. Start breaking your goals down. If you're someone that wants to go back to school, what are the three most important things you need to do to figure out, you know, get to get back in school? One would definitely be your financial aid. Two would definitely be figuring out what it is you want to study. You know, so many of us, we've been to school so many times and we want to get back to school so we can finish a degree or certification or something. And we don't really give a damn about what it is we've been studying, but we feel like we've devoted enough of our time to that thing, so let's just finish it up. Wrong. If you're going to go to school, if you're going to give your money, if you're going to get caught up in that vacuum, I'm not even I'm going to leave that at that, but if you're going to get caught up in that, Make it worth your while, but focus on your financial aid. What do you want to study? What's the deadline to get everything complete? 
you know? Take away the options, burn your bridges and put yourself in the next best position to annihilate your goals. And all of that starts with breaking them down. Break them down into the three most important steps and you will see things change. Sholem Alaikum said, Life is a dream for the wise, a game for the fool, a comedy for the rich, and a tragedy for the poor. When we set goals and set out to achieve and work towards goals, most times, most of us don't know the first thing about what to do or where to start when it comes to achieving those goals. In the last segment, I was talking about breaking those goals down into three key or crucial things that make up the completion of this goal. Once you do this, you've set yourself up you set your goals up to feel a lot more bite-sized, especially depending on the steps that you set. You know, maybe you could be someone that wants to write a book or, you know, uh, write a book and you know that you want your book to have about maybe 300 pages. You can't necessarily say for sure, but you're shooting for 300 pages. You know, there's a website called 750words.com that I like to use as well that you can use and it allows you to type three pages and it says you know that three, a page is 250 words and this website allows you to type three pages and you can use it for your journal entries you can use it for your writing but it's important to once you figure out what your goals are figure out what habits you need to establish and who you need to be to make these goals come true Another thing that I like to do when it comes to setting goals, uh, after breaking those goals uh, down into three crucial actions, I also look at each goal. Well, before I even break the goals down, I also set my goals to take me outside of my comfort zone. Not a whole lot, but just quite a bit outside my comfort zone to expand my awareness, to shift my paradigm and to on a more realistic scale, show me what's possible. Let's say that I'm earning $2,500 bi-weekly at my job. And I've been doing this for about maybe three years, earning this uh, money at my job. And I get to the place where I want to set new goals because I want to make more money. You know, something that I can do is to take it a step further. So instead of making $2,500 every a couple weeks or bi-weekly, I can say that I want to make 3500 every couple weeks, you know, just to increase my income by a thousand. I can say that I want to make $3,000 bi-weekly, you know, increase my income by 5000 I can say that I want to increase my income by 4000 But whatever it is that you do, whatever it is that you choose, you have to believe in it. So don't be someone that goes from making $2,500 bi-weekly to making $7,000 bi-weekly. I mean, anything is possible, but if you don't believe in on a subconscious level that you can do that, you will be wasting your time. But if you take yourself a little bit outside of your comfort zone, you know you've been making $2,500 bi-weekly for a while now. So if you up to Annie and said you wanted to make $3,500 uh, every bi- uh, bi-weekly, 
then that's a little further outside of your comfort zone. That will require you to stretch. And when you're setting goals, you have to set goals that require you to stretch. If you set goals that are too high, you'll lose interest very easily because you know on a soul level and on a subconscious level that you're not going to get that done realistically within the timeline, within a year, you know? Or if you set goals that are too small, there's no challenge. There's nothing to keep you going. There's nothing to keep you driven or ambitious because you know you'll easily set those goals. So many of us set goals that are too easily, just too easy just so we can satisfy our egos, just so we can feel successful, just so we can minimize the rate or error rate that we live life. You know, I'm not making as many mistakes. I'm not getting a lot of things wrong because I'm setting everything easy to where I can win all the time. And again, you're not going to be putting yourself in the best position to take leaps and bounds, you know, above your competition, depending on what you're doing. But you may be someone that wants to start a new business and you feel like you really want to start this business because you're tired of your job and you're going to get this business opened and it's going to be making money and all this stuff. And the thing is, you have to do your research and understand that most businesses fail within the first five years. I believe 90, 95 percent, somewhere along those lines. They fail within the first five years. And if you quit your job just to start your business, most people can't do that because once you quit your job, you put all the pressure in the world on the business to be successful. And you, the, a, the business can't get the patience and attention that it needs from you because you're damn near desperate. And, you know, some people can work through that kind of pressure, but most people can't. So you have to set yourself up to be in the best position to achieve your goals. So that's one thing. Set goals that stretch you, not superly or strain you, but stretch you. Stretch, set some goals that are going to make you sweat. That might even make you bleed a little bit, but set goals that are going to make you sweat. After you set your goals, create a theme for the year. You know, I found Evan Carmichael's channel on YouTube years ago, and it's so inspirational. Love the channel. I love the channel. Love the dude. Just stands for everything that I believe in, and it's just a motivational gold mine for anyone. And he talks about the idea of having your one word that, you know, it's like your word that just shifts you into action, that makes you you know, that inspires you to be your best. And I love that idea. And I have taken that idea when it comes to setting goals. So once I set my goals, I definitely go through all of them and figure out what common traits or characteristics will be necessary to accomplish all of them. What skill or what trait does all of them require that I can, you know, use? And then I create a theme for the year. This year, my theme for this year was get started. Just get started. You know, don't worry about perfection or things being perfect or just, you know, a specific way. It's better to finish than to be perfect. So the thing for this year was to get started. And you may have your own, and but it's your own thing. And when you think about your thing, it's something that galvanizes all your goals. It recharges you. It recharges all your goals. And have it somewhere on your wall, in your bedroom, in your bathroom, you know, on your phone, near your wall, you know, in your wallet. So, but have it surrounding you. Have it be something that can remind you of what it is that you're trying to chase, what it is that you're trying to accomplish. 
Another thing that I do, like I was saying before, once I figure out what my goals are, I figure out what habits do I need to make those goals come true. You know, I could be someone that wants to release a mixtape by the end of next year. I can become someone that wants to create a music video by the end of next year. If I want to create a music video by the end of 2022, then that tells me one, I need to plan. I need to map out this whole thing. But don't spend too much time planning. You know, if you have a particular song in mind, focus on the plan. I mean, focus on the song. Pick that song. Pick the storyboard. Then start to pick who you want to direct the video. Figure out what your budget is. Give yourself a deadline in terms of when this video is going to be shot so you have something that applies pressure. But in you figuring out what these decisions are, Figure out who you need to be. So maybe you need to become someone that's a lot more focused. You know, when it comes to following through on my goals, I love to adapt the FASP acronym, and that's F-A-S-P. And I got this from some book, I think by Peter Hollins, called Following Through or Finishing What You Start. And it's pretty much the F is focus, the A is action, the S is self-discipline, and the P is persistence. The focus is the goal. What is it that you want to do? What is it that you want to accomplish? The A is the action. What action is required to see this thing through? What do you have to do to make it happen? The self-discipline is what do you have to, what is the deadline? What's the end game? What do you want to happen exactly? Flesh this out on a bigger picture, transcendent scale. And persistence is what kind of habits do you need to commit to? How do you need to manage your time to make sure that you're improving at this craft, to be more of this person, to develop more this way intentionally? You know, hopefully that's something that can help you, but it helps me tremendously. So when it comes to figuring out what habits you need to develop, you know, maybe you're trying to lose weight. Again, I was talking about that vacuum, you know, in life. A lot of times we're waiting for our greater good to come. We're waiting for particular uh, manifestations or prosperity to show up. And it's because we need to give up things. We need to lose things. You know, it took research years ago to find out that when you eat a different way, when you eat cleaner, you open yourself up to attract more things because you're raising your vibration. You're, you know, you're having a healthier diet. So if you're trying to lose weight, Maybe you need to change up your diet. Maybe you need to change what time you stop eating. Maybe you need to get solid on what time you go to bed. You know, maybe you need to get serious about how many days you start working out a week. Start small so it feels easy and it's something that you can ramp up over time. But figure out what habits you need to start. If you're someone that wants to start an investment portfolio, you need to become someone that's great at organizing money. You need to become someone that's great at analyzing investments. You need to be someone that's great at recognizing opportunities, that's great at paying attention to patterns and trends. Someone that's great at researching companies and knowing what the right you know, investment is and what it isn't. You know, these are all skills. But once you get in that vein of recognizing what habits will be necessary to achieve what goal, you will start tearing shit up and it will like geek you out it will blow your mind i know from experience it has been teaching me so much endlessly 
Also, don't forget to break your goals up into different categories, like personal goals, like losing weight or making up your bed every day for a year, or business goals, like starting a business, writing a book, releasing a mixtape, or starting, you know, starting a record label, or, you know, uh, character goals, like developing this kind of character, developing these traits in your character. Mix them up and have a little range but don't have too many goals i would definitely say stick to three to five goals and once you stick to those goals you'll find yourself getting closer along the way peter drucker said Unless commitment is made, there are only promises and hopes, but no plans. When we start setting goals, so many of us don't realize that we're stuck in the pattern of making preferences. You know, I mentioned this in a previous episode, but we're so stuck in the pattern of making preferences. What would be cool, what would be nice, our hopes and our wishes when we need to recognize that those things aren't going to get anything done. Those wishes and dreams, I mean, those wishes and hopes and preferences aren't going to create reality. We can't create reality with those things. If anything, we create resistance because we're reminding ourselves what we don't have because we're expressing lack consistently. So, Get in that place where you're willing to take commitment, where you're willing to make a stand and get your hands dirty and do the work. So many of us, myself included in the past, have had such a tendency to just talk about all the things that we want to do because we like the intention of people saying, that sounds cool, that sounds impressive. That sounds like, you know, something everybody would rave about, something that would make me look smart, something that would make me look rich, something that would make me look better than other people. And we really need to take the ego out of shit and really just focus on our true intention because your intention determines your outcome. And if you don't have a good intention, you're not going to do the work. When you have a deep fervent desire, a white, a white hot desire, like Napoleon says, you will start to do the work. But before you can start doing the work, you need to become more instrumental in managing your time. So many of us go into new days and we wake up and we get on autopilot, we use the washroom, we get on our phones and we just really just burn the time just burn it like an incense just burn it up and we're not intentional about anything you know we set you know intentions throughout the day but if you get in the place of setting your intentions before you go to bed each night you get to wake up on business and you get to train yourself to be a machine that gets up executes follows through and sees things through all the way you know one thing that I like to do before I go to bed is I have a whiteboard. And like I told y'all about Erin on Demand, she mentioned a top three method where you focus on the three things that will put you in the best position to be at the next level of accomplishing your goal, which is in the next level of your life. Focus on the three most important things every day. You know, what will make this day feel like a successful one? Is it folding up all the laundry? Is it getting five pages written in your book? 
Is it getting those errands ran and getting all your Christmas shopping done? Is it putting in your vacation time and making sure that everything's booked and settled with your vacation, you have your itinerary done? What do you need to do? But make it your business to set three mini goals for each day the night before. And once you figure out what those three things are, you know, the extra credit step that I would say is to go behind each thing and focus on what's one small way that I can get this thing done easily or get this done or, you know, what's two things or that I need to do to see this one thing through. How can I break this through, you know what I'm saying, this thing down? Like I told y'all before, you know, I grew up in a house where my mom used to like clean up every day all the time and it used to wear me out. And like, I'm not like a slob or anything like that, but sometimes I can just kind of let the shoes stay in the middle of the floor maybe a few days too long. Maybe I can leave a pair of pants on the floor or in the bathroom for a couple days too long. But I've learned that I have to create a system. I've learned that when it comes to manifesting what I want, that it's harder, it's harder to manifest things when you want the universe to send new riches and wealth into cluttered minds, into cluttered spaces. So not only has that given me inspiration, but I've also created a strategy when it comes to cleaning or tidying. I feel like the the easiest way to make the room, make a room or the house look clear, but the easiest way to make a room look clear is one, to clear the floor, aka pick up all trash or clothes off the floor so, you know, so the floor can be an open space. And, you know, to take it a step further, if I feel like, you know, sweeping them up and I can do that, which I usually do, but to one, clear the floor. After I clear the floor, Clear every surface, make sure every book is put up, make sure every notebook is put up, every pen is picked up, but clear every surface. And after I've cleared the floor and cleared every surface, then, you know, I will probably rearrange things to make sure that, you know, things just look a little new. And by the moment, by the time I start getting those things done in the room or the house feels different, and I'm glad that I did it. You know, before I used to just kind of tackle things as I go along, but felt just so overwhelming. And I just didn't want to commit. So, you know, it never gets finished, it never gets done. But I can break it down into, you know, a goal. On Monday, I can clear the floor. On Tuesday, I can take all the laundry and clothes out of the front room or take all the trash out of the house. On Wednesday, I can clean off every surface. On Thursday, I can do all the sweeping and mopping. You know, something like that, as opposed to like it all needs to be done in one day. You can do the same thing. Plan out your day the day before and figure out what it is that you need to tackle. Also put yourself in the best position to be able to learn from other people. I feel like it can be such a struggle for so many of us to change because we're trying to reinvent the wheel. We're trying to be, you know, better than everyone else when you can simply go on YouTube. Maybe you can even, you know, resort to your friends and, you know, the people that you know and ask other people what they do to be more productive, what they do to manage your time better. And you can take what you need and leave what you don't need. You don't have to apply everything. You know, when you ask, make clear that you're just curious. You're not looking for them to be your life coach or for them to direct your life, but learn from other people. 
Howard Schultz said, when you're surrounded by people who share a passionate commitment around a common purpose, anything is possible. And I believe that, you know, everyone that I'm trying to spend time with, everyone that I can spend time with, they are people that adore and crave and are addicted to learning. They are massive learners. They love books. They are people that are always looking to learn something from the next person. They are people that are looking to triple and quadruple their salaries. They're looking to make or earn six figures. They're already earning six figures. They're looking to be millionaires within the next five to 10 years. They crave financial independence. They crave freedom. You know, they crave not working for anyone and having their own businesses and having their own financial products to sustain themselves. They crave financial independence. They crave mental health. They crave a lot of the same things that I do. They crave authenticity. They crave self-discipline. They crave getting up early and starting the day early. They crave being a bright and shining mind. They crave being a light worker in the world. They crave being someone that wants to contribute, someone that wants to leave a legacy. And that's the kind of stock that's the kind of tribe I want to grow in. You have to figure out who aligns with your vision, who aligns with what you want to do. And understand if that isn't around you right now, then you have to do the work until those people start to appear. But don't make your life about trying to seek them out because when it's time, God will send them your way. All you have to do is get more instrumental about planning your days. It might feel unnatural because it's like, you know, let's let tomorrow take care of itself or that feels very regimented. But I feel like most people that go into their days and they don't plan anything, you know, they don't set an intention of how they want to feel. They don't set an intention of being successful. They pretty much let the day take care of itself and they leave themselves open to feel lousy, to not make the most of the day but when you plan the day before you're setting yourself up to achieve goals you're setting yourself up to feel meritorious you're setting yourself up to be deserving you're setting yourself up to acquire more prosperity mario andretti said desire is the key to motivation but it's determination and commitment to an unrelenting pursuit of your goal a commitment to excellence that will enable you to attain the success you seek. You have to become someone that stalks your goals down. You know, someone that's willing to lose a little sleep along the way because you know you're that far away. When you become someone that achieves something in half a year when you thought it would take you a year, that would blow your mind. When you're someone that achieves a goal in four months, when it would usually take a year for 90% of people, that will change your idea of time. That will transform your ability to goal set and what it is that you want to achieve because you know your life can change as quickly as you change or you allow yourself to change. Your life will change by what you get out of your life experiences, by understanding that you're here for a purpose. And when you're able to determine what your motivation is, then you can definitely start to create that determination and that commitment. And that commitment and determination can easily start with planning out what you want to do the night before, taking it a step forward. One, you know, getting a place of planning your day the night before. Also getting a place of writing down your goals daily. 
Start with writing them once. I would say write them twice, but that will take commitment and that will feel strange for a while. It will feel like something you have to consciously remind yourself to do and you want to slip in under that radar. But challenge yourself to write your goals down twice. That, that can be a great goal. And by the end of the year, you'll see that change your life. It's done that with this podcast. This podcast started because I was once writing down, I wanted, I'm going to start a podcast. And then the podcast started. You know what I mean? It could be anything. But you have to plan it out. And that starts the night before. And that wraps up the third segment. So I want to take the time again to thank y'all for sticking with me and joining us for this episode. I hope that I was able to drive home the point of following through because for me personally, like I have struggled with following through for a lot of years because it's just something about the, you know, I can set goals easy, I can plan, I can do all the systematic, methodical thinking and all the stuff, but sometimes depending on how big the goal is, I can struggle with following through and getting started, but I've also traced that back to me setting goals that are too big and not being able to take the next step in terms of breaking them down, figuring out what the key actions are to accomplish this goal. So that's something that you should definitely pay attention to. So when it comes to you and any goals that you create for yourself, whether it's going back to school to get your master's, figure out what the three most, and start with three things. What are the three most important things you need to do or be to see this thing through and make this thing happen? How can you take this thing that seems very large, bulky, and scary and make it more, make it small and make it feel a little bit more familiar and something that you can handle, something that you can take on? You know, everybody doesn't necessarily need that, but a lot of us, most of us, you know, we just have major goals and we can get intimidated by the size of them. You know, but something that I've learned when it comes to working towards my goals is one, sharing them with you guys because it holds me accountable. And it's important for me or important to me to establish that credibility with you guys and to be someone that you can trust. So if I say that I'm gonna do it, the shit's gonna get done. So that's just that. Also, it's important to just be aware of the different distractions or the things that you're prone to, you know, get caught up in. You know, you can set a goal, but then after you set that goal to go to the gym, you know, twice a week, you start watching TV way more than you usually do. And like I've said in previous episodes, that can be the brain just trying to protect you because it wants to keep your environment, your reality consistent as possible. And it's gotten used to your reality being what it is. So you're trying to throw something in there, trying to chase a goal. That's creating newness that it's not aware of. And it challenges its ability to keep you safe and keep your environment and your life consistent. So be aware of that. Don't take it as it's something that's too big and maybe Maybe I need to do something else or I need to just give up. No, you just need to write it out and find a way to approach the goal in a way that just makes it feel more familiar. Because if you take on something that feels super intimidating and bulky, your brain, the alarms will go off 
and it will distract you and it will try to pull you away from that goal. It'll make you forget about going to the gym and it'll do everything it can to throw obstacles in your way just to discourage you. But once it's done that and it knows you're going to forget about that, you're back to square one and you're not taking action. Your life is the same. And you know what I'm saying? Day in, day out, year in, year out. And your results won't change. So it really just takes some endurance. It really takes experimenting with what works for you. But more than anything, it takes following through. It takes sticking with it and consistency. Anyway, welcome to the air segment. In the air segment, we challenge you to take action. We challenge you to get down to the bottom of what it is you want to do. Because so many of us, we can be on top. We can spend all day prophesying and hoping and dreaming. You know, maybe that's not y'all. Maybe it's just me. You know, lots of times I got to be, you know, I got to put the feelings out. You can tell my partner just to, you know, challenge me. I can just kind of calm me out a little bit if it comes down to that. Because if it sounds like I'm doing way more talking than it is, you know, action that I'm taking, that needs to be unlearned. That needs to be corrected. That needs to be checked. And, you know, I need to do that. And a lot of us probably need that. But it takes a humility and awareness to be honest with yourself when it comes to needing that. So let's jump right in. The first letter is E. Emphasize. Emphasize the most important things that you need to be doing. Don't be the person that sets a goal and then you're just approaching each day, you know, on autopilot with no sense of direction, no sense of order, no real process. You know, if you know you want to lose 50 pounds by March, let's get a plan started. What kind of food can we, you know, cut out today or cut back on? What kind of behaviors do we need to adopt that can get us on the right track? What kind of exercises can we adopt that won't be intrusive, that won't intimidate us, and just something small that we can stick with to help us build up confidence and courage to go along the way? You know, emphasize what you really want. Emphasize your life values when you're creating a goal. So you can make sure that you're securing the ultimate satisfaction and you're not achieving shit that won't do nothing for you because it's nothing more whack than setting a goal that doesn't actually, you know, touch your heart. So emphasize. Emphasize what's important to you. Take the time to, you know, on a day-to-day basis, emphasize the three most important things that you need to get done on this day to make you feel like you've done some work or that you've taken the operation a few steps further or you've gotten further in that book that you're writing or in that YouTube video that you're creating or in packing up your house to move or whatever it may be for you. So, emphasize. The next letter is R, renew. Renew your focus by creating some type of system that can keep you compelled, that can keep you motivated, that can keep you inspired. You know, try different techniques out. Like I'm somebody that I like to implement the 80-20 rule. Focus on the three to four most important things that will create 80% of the results when it comes to the things that I'm doing. You know, I've been doing it for a little bit now, for about four months, but with all the action that I've been taking, I've kind of narrowed down the key responsibilities of what it takes to 
push out these episodes every week and to stay ahead and stay ahead of the curve. But it takes doing. Once you've been doing something for times and times and time, you will get those flashes of insight. So keep your focus and your motivation renewed by experimenting with systems. If you find yourself trying to tech into a system that you've outgrown or isn't as effective or productive for you, try something else. But keep your focus and your inspiration renewed. Keep your intentions renewed. Keep your desires renewed. And just keep up the pace because if you're not excited for your future, if you're not excited for what will come when you accomplish your goals, then no one else will. And you'll continue to be unhappy and you'll continue to be disappointed because you'll have that unexpressed potential living on the inside of you. It wants to come out and it be expressed in your life, be expressed in the world, but you're not giving that air to breathe and to be seen, felt, and experienced. Think about that. And the last letter is A, accelerate. Accelerate your progress and productivity by planning out your night, your days the night before. You know, plan out your week, you know, plan out the next week the week before. Plan, you know, get a feel for how you're going to spend your time. You know, don't be someone where the end of the day wraps up and you can't really recall what your day entailed. You know, it was just a lot of just random occurrences and there was no real intention in the day that was created. You just kind of lived through it and that was it, you know, like, what were your priorities for today? What is this week going to entail? What are you chasing? What's going on? What's coming up for you? Because if you don't have nothing to look forward to in your day-to-day or in your week, again, you're setting yourself up to be disappointed. And so many of us, we do this to ourselves. We can't acknowledge that we're doing it to ourselves. And it takes longer to change the situation because... We live from the outside in, you know, we expect life to, you know, give us the, the fire to heat us up and then we'll do the work. And it's like, no, you have to do the work. And while you're working, you'll start busting the sweat, your body will start warming up and you won't notice how cold it is because you're working, you're doing the necessary things to get you to the next level. You can very easily accelerate your progress just by being proactive, planning ahead. I've even gotten a system set up when it comes to releasing these episodes where I keep at least uh, two episodes, you know, in queue just so I can stay ahead. You know, I've set some much bigger goals for myself next year, and I know it can be challenging to achieve those if I don't accelerate the progress that I'm making right now so I can be on the wavelength necessary to see those things through. So there you have it. Emphasize, renew, and accelerate. In the next episode, we'll be talking about how success leaves clues. You know, whatever goals you're trying to accomplish, whatever it is that you're trying to do, someone else has already done it, and you're making your life much harder by trying to reinvent the wheel when you can simply do the research so you don't want to miss that. If you haven't had a chance yet, please share these episodes and thank you again for tuning in. Before I leave, I want to leave you with this thought. You are strong. You are enough. You are wise and you are tough. Good night and Merry Christmas.